Hello, everybody. This is Dave for another episode of His Story. Today, um, it's going to be a little lighter than the last one, and uh, I hope to tell some of these uh, from time to time. But uh, today's story is called Anna and the Mountain Lion. Anna was a dog I had for many years. In fact, 17 years she lived. And I'll get more to Anna here in a second. So it was 1997, <clears throat> August. It was very hot. My ex-wife and I were living in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I was stationed at Fort Carson, Colorado. Uh, the home we owned uh, was kind of on the outskirts of Colorado Springs. It was uh, actually on the other side of Cheyenne Mountain, uh, where NORAD is. <clears throat> In fact, uh, our house in the backyard, uh, there was a cattle fence uh, because there was no one behind us. And you could see Cheyenne Mountain. Actually, you could see the entrance from NORAD from um, our very back bedroom window, which was our master bedroom window. So it was just a cattle fence and some tall grass and bushes back there uh, at the end of our backyard. Anna was a cattle dog. <clears throat> Uh, she was born in 1997 uh, to our next-door neighbor's puppy. Uh, when uh, my ex-wife and I moved in, uh, there was a fence along the, the property line, and this little puppy, every time she came outside, would just run to the fence and follow her everywhere. So... <clears throat> My ex asked, you know, can we just try her out for a night? Now, at the time, I was 22 years old, and I didn't understand what trying out a dog for a night really meant. That means we're taking this dog. So we took the dog for a night, and that was it. <clears throat> uh, we named her Anna. Uh, really smart dog. Uh, I love my current dog, Harry, very much. But Anna was something else. <laughs> she was really smart, uh, very attentive, um, excellent temperament, uh, just a really fantastic dog. So um, as I was saying, so it was August of uh, 97, and uh, it was really hot. I believe it was a Saturday. My ex-wife was getting up very early that morning, about 3 a.m., <clears throat> to go on a road trip. So um, she got up to go take a shower and get ready, and I got up too. And uh, as she was getting ready in the shower, uh, I went into the kitchen to make her sandwiches for the trip. And of course, Anna, being a little puppy still, she's about six months, eight months old, uh, she needed to go to the bathroom. So I opened the back door and let her out. And I went back to the kitchen to start making her sandwiches. Now, like I said, it was hot, so I was only wearing boxer shorts. All of a sudden, I hear Anna crying. Not a kind of cry like, hey, Dad, can you let me in? Like, I'm in pain, crying. So I ran to the master bedroom, which was right off the, uh, the kitchen, uh, and faced the backyard, <clears throat> and there I saw Anna up against the cattle fence being pulled into it. 
something had a hold of her. I don't know what it was. It was very pitch black. So I figured it had to be some sort of bear, mountain lion, wolf, coyote, something. So I ran to the back door, threw on shoes, and grabbed my Louisville slugger. Flew open the back door, ran outside to get Anna. And I'm screaming her name the whole time. Anna, Anna, I'm coming. Daddy's coming. And just as I got to the fence, it pulled her through. It pulled her through and maybe went about 25 yards straight back. The only reason I knew where she was is because she had this white underbelly. And I could see the white underbelly in the dark. And she was continuing to cry. So I started to climb the fence. And I kept calling her name. Anna, Anna, it's okay. Daddy's coming. And as I got to the top of the fence and hopped over, whatever had her picked her up and shot another 25 yards straight back. Now, Anna is not a light dog at this point. She's a good 40, 50 pounds. And whatever had her picked her up rather easily and ran that 25 meters or yards really quickly. Whatever had her was big. Where it stopped was just at the edge of this bush line, if you will. And these bush lines uh, ran parallel to the, the house. These bushes were about, oh, 8 to 12 feet tall. Uh, not really a tree, more of a bush. And it was quite thick. <clears throat> and it ran along parallel to the house. And where eventually it kind of jetted out into this, like, peninsula. And then ran back around to going back to parallel along the back of all of these houses. So all I could see was Anna cry- here crying. And I kept yelling her name, Anna. Anna, it's okay. Daddy's coming. So I ran as fast as I could. Now, mind you, I was 22, so I could run much faster at this point in my life. Not like now. And I got up almost to her, and whatever had her, picked her up, and jetted right along the fe- the, the bush line, right to the edge of the uh, that peninsula that jetted out of the bush line. And it moved fast. And that was a good 50, 50 yards. I was like, Wow. Okay, I still couldn't see what had her. She was still crying. I could still see her white underbelly. And I sprinted right back after her, yelling her name the entire time. Anna, Anna, Daddy's coming. I got close to him. Whatever had her, picked her up again and went right into that bush line of the that was jetting out like a peninsula. And I thought to myself, that's it. Anna's gone. Because I knew at that point, whatever had her, if it got into the bush line, I wasn't going to be able to find her again. It was too dark. It was... Harry's about to bark. Come here, Harry. Come here. Harry, come here. Come here. It's all right. Just relax. So, um, Anna was not this protective. She was very protective, but not like Harry. Harry, can you calm down, please? Come here. Harry. Harry, it's all right. It's all right. That's a good boy. You're such a good guard dog. You're such a good guard dog. Oh, my goodness. All right. It's fine. Harry, it's fine. Give me a moment, folks. Harry. Harry, it's fine. He's growling but wagging his tail. Yes. What are we looking at? There's nothing out there. 
Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so I knew if this, whatever had her, uh, took her into the wood line, that would be it. That's she's gone. There's no way I'm going to find her. It's too dark. Uh, this animal's too big <clears throat> and too quick. My only chance was that this animal, as I'm sure it's just as afraid of me as I'm of it, of it uh, went right through this peninsula and came out on the other side. That was my only hope. So I darted around, and as I came around, I could see her white underbelly on the other side. I was right next to him. I raised the Louisville slugger above my head and just roared, just trying to scare whatever it had off and hopefully not have to hit it or have it attack me. At that point, whatever had her dropped her and ran off along the, the wood line. And along that wood line is the outline of Colorado Springs. We were actually a little higher than Colorado Springs. So all the lights were on in the city and I could see the shadow of what had her. It was a very large mountain lion. Anna sprung up to her four feet, four, four feet, ran back towards the house about 50 yards, turned around, and proceeded to bark at the mountain lion. <laughs> Telling the mountain lion, yeah, that's right. You better not mess with me. So I went, oh, you're such a brave puppy. <laughs> so I walked back into the house. <laughs> My ex-wife had been out of the shower for a little bit, and she was like, what was going on? I heard you screaming, and I told her at that point, uh, you know, before she asked if I was okay, uh, she, <laughs> she showered kisses on uh, Anna, <clears throat> and uh, she did have some, uh, like, saliva right around her neck. Um, I did call the vet. <clears throat> it was a 24-hour service, and they said, um, it's probably because the, the mountain lion had Anna around the neck. Uh, usually when they grab their prey, they grab at the neck and they suffocate it. Uh, they said the only reason Anna was alive was because it was probably wondering what the hell I was doing. Who's this maniac in his boxer shorts running after me with a Louisville slugger? So that's the only reason they think she survived is because it was waiting to see what I was doing and trying to kind of really get away from me. Um, as luck would have it. So my, my ex-wife left uh, on her trip. And uh, I actually had to go to work that day. Um, I was on what they called uh, CQ duty. Basically the NCO in charge of uh, the barracks uh, over a weekend. It's a 24-hour duty. Um, there was no way I could leave Anna uh, at home. And I knew that. So I brought her with me. Um, so she stayed with me the entire time. <laughs> not wanting to leave my side at all. Uh, for the rest of her life, uh, anytime Anna got scared, she ran in between my legs. Uh, in fact, there was a few times she would watch TV and she saw a mountain lion and she would start crying and come over and sit between my feet. Uh, but Anna was a fantastic dog. Um, I had to put her down in, I believe it was 2014. Uh, she lived 17 wonderful years. Uh, she lived in uh, Colorado. She came with us to Germany. Uh, she came with us to Oklahoma and she came with us to Texas and actually Georgia too. Um, eventually moving back home here to Maine when I got out of the military. Uh, she just was a really fantastic dog and uh, a dog that I measure all other dogs by. Uh, 
don't get me wrong. I love my Harry, but, um, and it was just the smartest dog I ever knew. But anyway, so that's the story of Anna and the Mountain Lion. I hope you'd enjoyed. Uh, there'll be other stories, and some will be shorter like this, some will be longer. But uh, if you have any requests for stories that you may have known of me, um, let me know, and I'll be more than happy to oblige. Otherwise, uh, you can uh, find me at uh, Yoga on York if you'd like to take a yoga class with me or uh, just hang out. Have a wonderful day.